0: Hello, welcome back to the Spoken For Podcast. I'm Howard.
1: I'm Sean.
0: And wanna thank you all for tuning in today. No, it was a bit of a A hiatus, a little bit of a break. We took decided to take our advice and just take a break for a week. The Um, real thing that happened, my computer broke. Yeah, we had some very severe technical issues. Um so we didn't really know how we were going to set this up, but we figured it out. But God. But but God God. We we figured it out, and now we're here. So, uh, we decided to come back and talk about a highly requested topic. Not really highly requested at all. I don't all, know
1: why he's doing this. But
0: decided to come back and talk about something that might be of interest to some of you all. Um, it is, once again, the topic of marriage.
1: So, not marriage and like, ooh, go get married because it's fun. Absolutely not. So, we're going to be talking about the rough, the rough, the rough part of what it is to be married and married young and it doesn't always look that way on the internet because first of all i don't post a lot about me and howard on the internet in the first place i think i said first of all in the first place but that's Mm -hmm. okay i don't post a lot about me and howard on the internet because i just don't need to like y'all know we're married boom whatever we're around but there have been you know some times in my life especially because i'm only 24 almost 25 in like 20 days but you know who's counting um where this has become extremely difficult so i guess i'll start with telling how we even got here even though i think we've kind of told this part of the story but
0: yeah i mean for a quick rehash we got married very quickly Mm -hmm. um we dated for about eight eight months. months and we got married Within got engaged in november got mm-hmm. married in february because of circumstances that you can go back and listen to On f- one of our first, previous episodes
1: first episode yeah probably yes. the first
0: episode i'm gonna go back and listen to it then um but getting married i was 24 she was 22 mm. very young you would expect that there were um some youthful issues that may have arisen ar- yeah just because of how young we were yeah it was nothing that like, I'm going to steal one of Sean's phrases. Don't get me wrong. Oh, God. But, <laughs> like, I love my wife. I love her dearly. I'm in I'm love so with her. She's my happy. best friend, oh. et cetera, and et cetera. But being a young man, sometimes you're tempted to be like, yo, like, I want to be young. I want to sow my seeds and be out in the streets and all that stuff, especially for me.
1: Yeah, wait, you're moving too fast. We got to get there.
0: I know. But I'm just saying, like, especially for me, like, um, this is my first time ever living by myself mm-hmm. and, like, living... Away from my parents. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo. Mm-hmm. When I was single, I was like, yo. Come be <laughs> out here. Like, I Y'all was going to be his face. out <laughs> here. But anyway, yeah. Go ahead, baby.
1: So, um, of course, like you said, we made the decision to get married within, like... I mean, we made the decision on a Tuesday and got married on a Thursday. So, like you said, go listen to it. But, of course, during that time, we thought it was going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. I mean, Howard and I spent every day together when we were in a relationship, like we were never not together unless he was sick. And it was very rare that we fought or anything. So we were never apart because we didn't want to see each other. Like if we weren't together, it was because someone was busy and like extremely busy. So, um, we decided, you know, we love each other. And I think Howard knew, we both knew that this was it. Like we weren't going to try to go look for other people outside of each other. Once we figured out that we really liked each other and handled our, you know, situations, whatever, whatever. But, um, getting married so fast or in getting married so fast we thought all right well what's the big deal let's just do this because we're best friends we've never had a really serious argument i don't think our first real argument came until um November, the same around the same time that we got engaged. So we were eight months in, weren't never really beefed, never really went through anything hard together, you know, other than us going to the park and stuff for your depression. But it was enough, it was not, there was no problems between us two. So when we got married, we were on cloud nine. We were like, oh my goodness, we found this apartment. um We're about to be living on our own. I had my, I guess, my big girl job, but not really because I was still a resident with the, you know, the people that I was working for. So it wasn't like I was getting paid a lot. He wasn't getting paid a lot. But we were just like, all right, let's do this. And we did. And I'm going to start with my take on it. So Howard was mentioning earlier, like, yeah, we were young. And as a young man, I want to be in these streets. But like, I'm a dude on the inside. And we both know that, like, not in a weird way. But the way that I was raised, I was raised to be very independent. I was raised by nothing but women who were, her who were married and got divorced or who never married. So it was very easy for me to just kind of want it to see what was going on, but also be like, eh, all right, well, then I did it. <laughs> we're here now. But um, like Howard was saying, I had just got out of a crazy, crazy situation and I was engaged prior. Something that we also, I think, talked about um, mm-hmm. a little bit of, but I think I can go into because I never actually talked about it.
0: Yeah shit uh uh, what's the word uh uh uh, whatever what nothing um release your soul oh okay
1: well nothing too deep nothing too crazy but I was engaged so I was with this person for four years it was long distance he moved from where he lived to where I live and I couldn't stand him and that was really it I (laughs) did not like who he was as a person the whole situation was jacked up and I was out here so i told him and i think this was 2018 or 2017 um i got engaged to this guy 2018 came along and by the beginning of 2018 i was just like oh no i don't like this and by this point i think i had told howard like um i'm not happy or you knew we had talked about it
0: Um and I either discerned it or you told me.
1: Yeah, we knew that I wasn't happy. So I would never hang out with this person. I was always, you know, just out with my friends, finding a reason to be at school, finding a reason to be in BSU, like doing anything. And eventually it was just, I loved the freedom so much that I kind of forgot that I was engaged and i was just living my life. Now I wasn't out here doing anything crazy, crazy, but I was being young and growing up having to, you know, be so mature at such a young age, This happens to so many young black women, you know, the oldest sister thing. Um, my sister and I are eight years of part and while i did have my grandmother like i never want to take what she did away from me what, uh, what she did away from her because she really did come in clutch you know like when i didn't have who i needed but i had to play big sister all the time i had to make sure i was somewhat together i had to make sure um that i was on my stuff like my grandmother was very serious about me in school i think she created a little perfectionist which is very annoying and i hate it When it comes to academics. So I strive to just be great at everything. And I finally decided in my senior year of college. That I just want to live. However. I feel like I'm still going. You good? Yeah. Okay. Um, You know in that time. When Howard and I became close close. Because I feel like we were always very. We called each other best friend from the time that we met each other. But um, during that time. Howard and I had been talking a little bit more. And I was really getting to understand. Like who I was as a person. And I really think that's when I started this you know long journey that's <laughs> taken me 10,000 years um and I was just like no I need to be out and having fun so me and my friends started actually going out and I started being young and I loved it but then Howard came along and the only it just felt like the next step was just to get married I think both of us or I only speak for myself I've always been in a rush um one of my moms lover to death used to tell me all the time Shawnee you are always trying to Get to the next thing. You are always ready for the next thing. Just live. And marriage was that for me. So I was just like, well, we're already in love. Let's do it. Like we talked about marriage all the time. I'm pretty sure from the time we got together. Mm -hmm. until we got married. And don't get me wrong. um, I'm not saying any of this to say, like, I don't want anybody to get from this podcast that I regret marrying Howard because I am very glad I married Howard because I'm pretty sure this was the best possible situation for me because my last year of college, I hope my friends listen to this. They know. They know. Mm -hmm. I was in a mood like, because I was breaking off an engagement because things were so hard. I was in this area, this mood of finding myself. So I was doing absolutely anything at any point. I didn't care. And I just wanted to live. But then Howard came along and kind of settled me down and we got married and was it the best decision? No. You <laughs> looking at me like, girl. Like, what? No, it wasn't. I mean, I really wish, especially because I jumped from an engagement to a relationship within 24 hours. Quite literally. Mm-hmm. It was very fast and I didn't take any time to like really get myself together to, you know, just deal with the fact that I had been through this experience for four years. And then all of a sudden I'm in a whole new thing. And that is the one thing I wish I could have changed, like really taking time to just do me. But little Shauna just wants to have it all. And then Howard came along was like, all right, I'm gonna marry you, girl. And then boom. And, and, and I it believe- was rough.
0: Yeah. So like. I retweeted or reposted something on Facebook a while ago, and it was like you had to know me five plus years ago to understand I think my it was growth. Instagram, but yeah, one of the it's like Facebook Instagram, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like back, my oldest, my older friends know this about me. Like I was, I've always been like a hopeless romantic. I've always like in that's the inside. All you used to
1: tweet about yo. And, that is it like I, i've always
0: wanted to have someone mm-hmm. and i think i was at a point where i was like yo i'm tired of rejection i'm tired of like all these temporary situations i really want to have like my person mm-hmm. but then because well I, at the time i was like i want my person because they'll motivate me to be better and all mm-hmm. this stuff then you know you get into a position where you're doing better and it's like, "Yo." All these opportunities open up to me now, like this little bit of money that I have mm-hmm. and this little space that I have. Like if I was single, I could do this and I was single, I could do that. Like I think you get caught up a lot, you can get caught up a lot if you're in a relationship or in any kind of situation thinking like, yo, there's so much I could be doing right yeah. now. Yeah. But my responsibility, my priorities are where I am now. Like there's yeah. so much is opened up that could be opened up to me. Mm-hmm. but i decided to get married at the point that i did mm-hmm. and it's really it's really easy to slip into that state of regret and that state of longing and thinking about all the quote-unquote fun you had when you were single and <laughs> we doing were so young all this stuff <laughs> but it's like you were you weren't happy. like i speak for myself i wasn't happy doing anything mm-hmm. i was on like yes the pleasures were great but i was like at the end of the day like I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled at the end of anything. Mm-hmm. And now I'm with, like, my partner and my best friend and, like, sad, my wife oh and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And she brings out the best of me. And I can still do all the stuff that made me happy and pleasure before. Yeah. But it's in, the like, the confines of our marriage. And yeah. it's blessed because of that. And I don't want to like get into the whole because some some people listening may not be Christian or whatever, and that's, fine. and that's fine. But I'm speaking for like for a from a Christian's perspective, like being married and doing all of our married stuff it's makes cool. me feel better. It makes mm-hmm. me feel blessed. Like there's no shame when we go to church and they start preaching about fornication because like nah, we ain't doing nothing like that. Like we married. But and it feels better. Like it just feels better to me. Mm-hmm. And I guess I could speak on my part of the story now too.
1: Yeah. Wait, can I say something before you get to your part? Oh. I also did want to add. It's this is probably the hardest part about being young and married. Being young and watching people like Howard is sugarcoating it a lot and I'm very proud of him, but that's not my testimony. Being young, I'm only 24, he is 26. You know what 24-year-olds and 26-year-olds are doing <coughs> with their lives right now. Like they get to be free. There's a lot of freedom in being single mm-hmm. and that is for me probably the hardest thing not saying that I want to be out here you know doing whatever but it's just like man I am so young and there's like so many things in life that could have or I could be doing but I'm not because I'm married and once again please do not take that as me saying oh my god I really wish that I wasn't married and I could go and be in the streets no I'm just making an honest i think honest judgment of myself was like dang that is the hard part especially in moments when me and you were just like at odds i'm like well we're young so what's the move what's the move but anyway go ahead
0: yeah I've, i feel that too
1: i know that's why i'm able to say that because i don't think i think we're both we can both be very honest like Howard and I, we've said it, our marriage is very different and we're never going to be able to explain that to anybody. But because we are young and because we are friends, we've been able to do things the way that we do them because it works for us. Like what works for me and Howard probably will not work for the next person and the next person because it's not y'all. And we've been able to establish these things, have these conversations and be who we are, even though we're married and that's okay. And it's worked and it's nobody's business.
0: Yeah, I think the important part of like Being in a relationship Of being married though is that Strong foundation like you mm-hmm. have to Be with somebody that you can completely Open up to and express Whatever feelings that you yeah. have And not be afraid of the judgment Or whatever Emotional reprisal may mm-hmm. Come from that you're not gonna ever Be free from certain consequences Of absolutely mistakes or Purposeful actions that you take
1: mm-hmm.
0: But having that person that you have a strong foundation with that'll understand why you're doing certain things mm-hmm. or why you want to do certain things or why you tend to by certain stuff mm-hmm. and to talk you through it and to help you through it that's a very strong and very key part of like any lasting relationship mm-hmm. to me like any like this relationship has been my most fulfilling one obviously oh. but it's because we have that strong foundation of like a, like you understand me and i understand you like (laughs) we know what each other goes through we know each other thinks most of the time Mm -hmm. like we know what each other like we know what is going on inside our heads most of the time so it's really easy to like you know be like yo i'm going through this right now and we do that a lot and we do like we (laughs) talk about like we have to like you have to talk about things you can't Mm -hmm. keep stuff bottled up inside and and wonder why you don't I wonder why there's a breach in communication, why people don't understand why you're going through stuff. You don't explain things to people. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to talk and you have to understand, like, if you're in a situation right now where you're not getting what you want out of that relationship, Mm -hmm. if you're still just boyfriend and girlfriend, you're not stuck, you're not bound to the person, you can leave. You're not married, like you don't have any papers or legal process you have to go to that binds you together, yeah like get out of the situation that you're in now before you are legally bound to somebody that you don't want to be with, yeah, because like if I had married Sean and she had ended up being a completely totally opposite person to <laughs> who I know her to be, I would be stuck because yeah. there's nowhere in the world I'd be able to No, we would have figured that out we would
1: have separated something, I don't know, but
0: like you have like you have to be. I feel like I'm rambling. And I'm not. You're
1: not. You're space. making so much but sense. But you have
0: to be in such a way. Like, you have to be with somebody that you can feel comfortable with opening up. With, especially mm-hmm. about not just your highs, but your lows as well.
1: Well, then talk about your side. Like, how we got here and after I was talking about my engagement and all that. So,
0: yeah, like, I feel like when we were in that space, I was, like I said in, like, the first episode. Like, I was just trying to be, like, a good friend and be a mm-hmm. good confidant. And I, like I said... Um, I've gotten tired of like the rejection aspect of being single and like not having anything. Like I didn't really like to be honest, anybody that rejected me in twenty eighteen, like you were right to do so.
1: I'm so in twenty seventeen.
0: You, you were right to do so. I didn't really have anything to offer anybody. I don't know why I was trying to like trying so hard to have somebody I should have been working on getting myself together. Yeah. And those are just facts. Like in retrospect, I understand why I got rejected and all that stuff. It hurt in a moment. But, like, I look back at myself now, I'm like, yo, you really had nothing to <laughs> offer anyone. So why were you so pressed to get with you so-and-so? But, like, so that was the first thing. And we were in a situation where I was like, yo, I need to really get something moving. Because right. I, can't, I can't make myself this promise to be a husband or anything. And I don't have anything going on. Um, So I think. That me being in the situation where I wanted to be have a life partner and I found somebody that was willing to be with me, even (laughs) if I had nothing at that moment, Mm. like it motivated me to the point where, like, yo, I have to keep her, like, I cannot let this one get away, like, I'm not gonna be able to find anybody better for me than you. And then I think later on, as our lives have gone on, I feel like the reason why I I realized the reason why things haven't worked out with other people because I needed it. Gonna get deep i needed a ministry partner as well like oh i needed Lord. somebody to be able to hang with oh me god. for church stuff because all this church stuff is really taxing and i needed somebody that would be able to flow yeah. with me and be able to go with me and be able to like take yeah. on some of the responsibility that has been given to sean in like a ministry capacity so that's why i feel like god has places us together in that aspect, too, because you are the perfect helpmate for me and where we're supposed I to be going. I want
1: you to stop
0: it. No, like, you caught me off, good on unapproachable. You about to get but this But I was treatment.
1: prophesying I'm about to speak you to just, you right now, though. you getting on my nerves. That's what this I'm is. I'm going
0: to speak to you right now.
1: Lord Jesus. Because
0: the reason, like, we, we go through all these things and we have all these doubts sometimes because we're the devil is trying to separate us He never does this y'all. i don't but like we're trying to separate us because he knows that we're together we're too powerful and like we're going to be to the point where like nobody can stop it's like that we're going to shake the heavens as we walk mm-hmm. forward and we're going to conquer everything that, like we're going to have the fear of god over us everywhere that we go and it's only because that we have each other that that's going to happen like you are going to cover me and i'm going to cover you so Every time we have those doubts we have to remember that we are put together for a reason like I'm with you to m- help you mellow out
1: <laughs> what
0: and to keep you I on, am
1: so mellow
0: for like to help you mellow out keep you on the straight and narrow paths and make sure you don't do anything too crazy you're here to keep me grounded and not to get so lost in my existential crises that I forget why I'm here in the first place mm-hmm. like that's why we are together we are helpmates to each other and that is like what I've come to realize, like whenever I have like those moments where I'm hurt and I'm those moments where I'm doubting, is like God, you put us together for a reason. Like this is my wife for a reason. Like, this is my homie. Like yeah. it's my partner, that's my, my ride or die, is my friend. Like that's who Sean is to me, and I see constantly. Like this is why we're together.
1: Yeah.
0: Because nobody else I was trying to get with would be able to handle all of the things that come with being with me and not even just being me as a person mm-hmm. cuz i think you would agree that i'm not i'm not hard to be with like no. i don't do anything like you i'm don't. not demanding like i don't ask you to do a bunch of crazy no, stuff
1: no and you let me be me
0: but like the stuff that's attached to me and my name my last name in particular and what we're going to be doing whatever god has us in the future mm-hmm. like that has an extra weight to it that other people wouldn't be have to handle but you and I can handle it together
1: and it's so funny because like like I said it's still hard y'all like he's saying all these sweet and nice things thank you but it's this is still so difficult because we're still very much human and Howard knows Howard knows me better than anybody knows me I mean we've been living together for two years two plus years and we were stuck in the house together for a whole year, 24-7. And so it was wonderful. It was great. But we've had a lot of conversations. We've gotten to pick each other's brains. I mean, he knows my tics. I know his. I don't really have to say or do much for him to know exactly what I'm thinking or doing. Because that's just how we are together. But it is very, very... It's not easy. And I understand why a lot of people are shying away from the unknown that is marriage. Because you do go into it thinking, yeah, I'm about to be with my best friend. Which I Pray that you do find your best friend and you marry them because that's the only way these things are going to work. Number one, mm-hmm. number two, it's just like you also have to carry each other's burdens. Like I will be completely honest, there are a lot of times when I'm in a great mood and Howard is not. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say a lot. I don't want you to sound like you're always so sad. I'd be
0: sad, though. but
1: and it, it, it always seems to be that when I am in a mood to be out and have fun and social, and yeah, Howard is like. And I'm like, dang, man, like, come on. But sometimes in the moments I have to just let that go and be like, I got to be here for this guy because nobody else is. And not not saying he doesn't have other people in his support system, but, you know, this is, my, this is my job as his wife and vice versa. I know there has been moments when Howard's been wanting to watch certain things, do certain things, listen to certain things, you know do whatever and he hasn't because he's trying to cater to me but that's what it is and a lot of I mean marriage is a lot of give and take like you just cannot be selfish like and that's hard because I am a very selfish person you know like I just I want things to go my way I want things to be how I want them and getting married young you know in particular has been definitely a test uh not a test has been a testament to what I'm able to do and how I've been able to grow and evolve because I got married young. Don't get me wrong. I think God knew I needed to be married or I would be in a very crazy situation. And there's been a lot of things that have been passed down, you know, um, from generations, you know, from my grandma, from my mom that I've just inherited because I come from them. And I am a firm believer in breaking, you know, generational curses, all that cliche stuff. But it's just like, this is one way Unintentionally that I've been able to do it And marrying Howard has Helped me really 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 Like get down to a lot of the things That I did not realize were wrong with me And not in a sad like Talking down to myself way but just being honest Like there's been a lot wrong with me And being married young Has helped me in a way Figure that out and be a much better person So yeah
0: So yeah Find yourself somebody that'll Push you to be The best portions of you that will complement Where you see yourself going In life And that is going to make sure That you're always In the best spot possible Mentally, physically, etc Um I don't know if we have much else to say On this topic, do you? I don't
1: think so I think honestly that, I mean You said what you had to say, mister I'm gonna say this over you, blah blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah blah
0: So yeah, so Thank you again for joining us on this episode. You can follow us at the Spoken for Podcast on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Fantastic Mr. Mac.
1: You can also follow me at the Unapologetic Sheet on every single platform there is. I've missed saying that. It's only been a week, but yeah, It has only been a week. Two weeks, I guess, technically. I've missed it though. But
0: yeah. Love y'all. Peace.
1: Peace out.